The House of Hades, Chapter 45, Percy. Percy felt homesick for the swamp. He never thought he'd miss sleeping in a giant's leather bed in a dragonbone hut in a festering cesspool. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Oh, she got through it this time. Yes. I will kick you out of my home. <laughs> with with what army? <laughs> I will Sorry, it, 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 the phrase is you and what army. Yeah, it's but with what? <laughs> and you go, with what army? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll intercut um, all of you messing up the the reading the book the first time no um, and, and we can do a flashback moment okay the house of hades chapter 45 percy do it again no. <laughs> <laughs> chapter 45 <laughs> chapter 45 okay the house of hades chapter 45 percy percy felt homesick for the swamp he never thought he'd miss sleeping in a giant's leather bed in a dragon I cannot pronounce words. Draken. Whatever, that was enough. No, it wasn't. <laughs> what do you mean? There's like three sentences. Okay. Just a sentence and a half. Sure. Okay, I'll do it again. Um, and then we now we'll flash forward to me being dead. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. That is funny. Um Ava. Neve. How are we? Damn, anticipation there. Anticipation. Mm-hmm. That was good. Um, I'm chilling. Um, not actually. Because I'm extremely warm right now. But the air conditioner in this room is so loud that, like, during the time before this was recording, I was actually standing with my face, like, right next to it, just having it cool me down which is really ironic because I'm always cold but right now is the one moment in my life that I'm not freezing cold and I'm in fact the antithesis of chillin um I am quite warm but metaphorically I am chillin how are you you I'm good so interesting I am not warm in here but I do live here Hmm. so maybe I'm just very used to it but I just don't find it warm at all well like it's very neutral temperature my parents are like polar bears like literally like (laughs) i went home um for like our like four day fall break and like my parents always keep my house like an ice box and i'm already always cold because i'm anemic and i have like a circulatory thing that's like it's so funny because it's of no consequence but it's like the raynaud's thing where it's like your fingers turn white yeah yeah i really do have that and it's very funny um so it's like I'm always freezing, um, but I'm also in a weird way accustomed to being always freezing. So like, I don't know. It sounds like a really hard life, Ava. Yeah, it is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, I am good. Um, it's a really busy point in the semester, so that's really fun. feels like every single time I, I check something off my to-do list, four things replace it. Yeah. But that's okay. How are you, Brayden? I'm managing. Yeah. Every day I wake up, 
Preach. Something is trying to kill me. <laughs> but every day so far, I've made it to bed. Oh, I can't wait to go to bed. I'm old. I need a good sleep. I need a good Even, sleep. I haven't had a good, a good sleep in a hot man. I'm not trying to brag, but I truly had one last night. Like, I don't know. Okay. Right. But I don't know what it was, and I don't know why. And do you know what? I, I had a really good sleep on your guest bed in your home. Oh my god, it was really one of the most comfortable beds I've ever slept on in my life. I'm I'm really happy for you. I did not sleep well on my childhood <laughs> mattress that I had since I was three. When you're ooh, when you're back home, try that guest mattress. It was really comfortable. That's like how Allison, our friend Allison, always sleeps so well in the guest room in my house. <laughs> and I'm like asleep in my room like, uh, like, uh, like I can't. No, I was no I'm asleep like, in my room like you're supposed to buy a new mattress every five years. <laughs> is that the truth? I don't, I don't know if it's... It's, it's like it, 5 to 10. It is like oh 5 to 10. But it's been God. over 10. Way more, than, way more than the, the 21. Well, yeah. I, that's not true. That's not how long I've had... 18 years I've, I've yeah, 18 19 years old that mattresses that's that's at least two to three my mattress mom replacements. just sounded in my basement when I changed bed sizes so I think it's been oh my god it's been a while so that mattress is even older because it was in your basement yep it's not that uncomfortable I just put a lot of comforters on it I'm a burrower. I'm a nester, if you will. I do love to nest. I love <laughs> nesting. I often nest on the floor of our apartment, and all my roommates have to say, Ava, don't fall asleep on the floor. And um, that only... And she does. And I do. <laughs> yep. I can speak as her roommate. Yep. <laughs> she, she... Ava will fall asleep anywhere. quite literally anywhere. And the gag is I used to not be this way at all. I used to actually... Never be able to nap like it used to be my little thing that I could never nap, that I could never sleep anywhere. And now, one medication change later, I can sleep anywhere at any time. Our couch, our chair, our rug, the rug in Ava's own room right next to her bed. My couch. Your my rug. floor. <laughs> yep. I and fell asleep in um um one of the places where we have... I fell asleep. This was a big milestone for me. Fell asleep in my first class ever last week. <gasps> Proud of you. Mm. Thank you. I fell asleep in my acting class. We were watching the video and I just laid down a little bit. And out I went. I will fall asleep sitting up in classes. <laughs> Guys, you actually can't even like picture what this looks like. It's something that like only I feel like you you know when you see. Like I will never forget coming into class, our 930 theater in society and watching Brayden next to the professor. Like, literally seat next to the professor, falling asleep, sitting up. Like, uh, full, like, in REM cycle. Next. Some of my best sleeps have been, in, have been in classes. No, because I made my son. For that. But then no. I was like, wait, he doesn't teach that class. Wait, that's so funny. I like when, <laughs> when we talk about people we know in this podcast, because we talk about it in the way when, like... Like on a celebrities podcast when they're like don't want to like reveal a celebrity yeah, secret. Name like two celebrities talking to each other and they're like, oh, oh, the secret about And then just like take it out and it's just silent for a minute. 
Yeah. That's how it's just names of professors. It's professors. College. I was going to say, I never really realized why we do that. It's just kind of like something that we do. Like, I don't it's know. It's a privacy thing. I guess it is. Like, if you want to really search where we go to college, like, you can figure it you out. Figure but, like... Out. Yeah, we've had listeners figure it out. Yeah. It, yeah. If you figure <laughs> it out, keep it to yourself. Yeah, if you figure it out, keep it to yourself. Not to alienate anyone, but I do think it is, like, just a... If you can, like, it's not like we're really hiding it. Like, yeah. And I feel can, like we've definitely said it probably once. You can once. figure it out pretty easily. It's just like, you know, for, for privacy's sake, the we are, of it all. we are randos on the internet and having other randos on the internet know our location because we truly never leave here. Like we are always here. So. Well, you don't need to make it easier for us. Uh, well, we all got cars. Well, we, we, we go some places other as well. <laughs> We all have cars, and it's yes, cool. we do. We can often be found at Target and Taco Bell, uh, Taco, Taco Bell, Bell, and the mo- and the movie theaters. Yes. Oh yes. Speaking of the movie theaters, we saw Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah. Did we not talk about that? We yet? haven't talked about it. No. Okay. What are I, I? I don't know why I feel this is hyper relevant to our podcast, but like. 10 second thoughts. 10 second was too short. 30 second thoughts. I liked it. I didn't think it was a good movie, but I liked it. I think it's going to win awards for design and Florence Pugh can do no wrong. However, watching Harry Styles go fuck in a car was <laughs> so funny to the point where my friend and I were literally laughing our asses off. Um, the plot was very confusing. There were a lot of plot holes. However, I think that the set and the design was so beautiful and I was thoroughly entertained throughout. Yeah, if if movies have no other point but to make you think, I did get my money's worth from that movie. I was thinking. I um, did all of the thinking. Yeah, I was. Tr- it it yeah. truly invoked a lot of thoughts. Chris Pine was very good. Also, continue. He was. I do think that it was. It was a very very interesting plot, that was absolutely fumbled to an unbelievable degree. Um, with very with confusing non closure of important aspects that like literally we we saw the movie and then went to a meeting and then at the meeting after we were literally just like like I couldn't even focus on what was being said at the meeting because I was just like why were there planes and that's my thoughts yeah yeah actually Des- why deserves were- a lot of technical awards Florence Pugh. Oh, fantastic. Should be so nominated good. for Best Actress. Literally cannot win Best Actress because of how bad the plot is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, so her, the, and, and the writing is not great. No, so it's, it's there's not. only so far acting can take an act, actor with a bad script. But that it will, it should win some technical awards. It should win sound design. Yeah, I actually did really love the sound design. Me too. What was the plane? What was the plane? If you um, if you understood the plane, literally, like reach out, call in, call in. It just in. seemed random. It was never explained to what I could understand, and um, uh, every other question I had would like spoil it, and I don't want to spoil it. It's like new enough that like I don't want to say anything. Yeah. But every other plot hole that's left un uncovered is like gonna spoil it. But there's like, there's but a lot more that get more and more confusing. What was Gemma Chan doing? True. What is Gemma Chan? I don't think this is enough. I think that this is like not, not too bad, but what is it her turn for? 
Yeah, what is it her turn for? What is it her yeah. turn for? Wait, yeah, actually. What is she talking about? This is something that I feel like... I'm not going to explain the context of why, but why does Harry Styles tap dance? Why? Also, why does Harry Styles tap it dance? It was so bad because it was so clearly not him. And, like, the fact that Chris Pine was like... <laughs> like, yes! Like, let's like, keep... if you so If you know anything, at, lo- at least a little bit about this movie and you haven't seen it, like, would you think Harry Styles tap dances? Yeah. I've seen it and I still don't know why he does that. Mm, yeah. Interesting movie, though. Definitely had me thinking. All the thoughts stuck. Um, the other other thing that I do think we have to talk about on this podcast is we're recording this a little ways out, but this episode will drop the day before the world changes. And I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Midnight. Midnight? Yes! <laughs> um, as we near its release do we think the world will be changed in a positive or negative way now that we know the, the I would track like list to, I would like to tell the listeners your you and I's theory every single time that Taylor dropped a, a track name for this album me and Brayden would text each other being like uh oh it's bad again <laughs> all of them sound so bad and I love my girl Taylor and I want to believe in her but like she's long overdue for a flop era because like she had like the last three have been stunning like folklore evermore and i'm going to say lover was not a flop some of you are just boring i agree <laughs> i'm a big i'm a lover stan i like lover i mean but it's I like been a long time and like you just can't keep moving with your foot on the gas like this without Without a flop, and like I'm waiting for it to flop. No, unfortunately, I have a. Per- I'm gonna be I a like midnight apologist. I have like a personal flop, but which what? one? I don't know if I can air this grievance. On <laughs> you air. can as long as it's not speak now. It's not speak now. No, right? it's not speak now. Okay, then you can say it's whatever with, you want. With time, it it is folklore. Interesting. Folklore is a uh, business I, success. That's interesting because I've actually started to like it more with time. Mm. I think Evermore Evermore is, is genius is a I've always liked Evermore better Me too Folklore Evermore is better Kind of a flop It's, it's, dif- it's difficult Because it's we've so got different. like Like Peace Invisible <gasps> String And The Last Great American Dynasty Are like some I of do her, I do really like The Last Great American Dynasty Some of her best songs ever Dynasty And then there are sob. other ones There are other ones That just really fall flat It has a lot of holes Yeah there are other ones that when really most of her albums are banger after banger after no skip after banger. Yeah. I do think her debut is what debut is, but debut is what debut is. Yeah. yeah. But I do think if we light were, skip. Right. If we were to say her two bigger personal flops aside from debut, I'm going to get killed. Um I'm going to say, I do indeed think that Fearless and Reputation are personal flops for me. And I recognize their artistry, but I fuck with all the other ones more. And this is debuts not in the equation. I can kind of respect one, but not the other. I respect Reputation because... 
reputation is very specific. Yes. Also, Fearless is classic. Yeah, that's now is better. Fearless is a nostalgia piece for me. I will never allow fearless, fearless slander in my heart. No, and I love while I While I acknowledge it's, like, probably not the technically best children. album, it's just so, like, it was, like, the first one that I listened to a lot. Um, I, like I Reputation's a difficult one for me because, like, it's, act, it's, it's, it's gotten a little worse the longer that I've sat with it, but it's still, it's still good. And Folklore is one that, like, off the gate I really didn't like, and I learned to, like, and I, like grew to like a lot of more of the songs like That's as time thing. went on I but really like not all of them so I it's just it. like there just are so many skips compared to her normal yeah. it's funny because I I used to think how does me. seven go literally I couldn't think of it I couldn't seven think makes of it. me cry no I couldn't think of seven Oh Elis- my or god! Elis- or illicit affairs. I do like illicit ah, affairs. I just like a song about cheating. Me I too. I couldn't think of how Mad Woman goes right now. <gasps> I, just, I sang I, that for my acapella I know. I, all I know is the chorus what is like, "No one likes a mad woman." You made her like that. I think. Uh, like yes. Epiphany, uh, as far as it goes, Epiphany. I have no idea. How no that slander about. Oh my god! Like it's it's this, this second half in particular. Like, but then the I don't know how peace goes. I don't know. No, how. peace is a good one. What is hoax? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the lakes was not worth releasing. No, it wasn't. It's really boring. It's yeah, real the lakes boring. isn't that good. Well, I said that out loud. Um, the lakes is one of her worst in my one of her not as a hundred percent ones on this album. I would say. That, I'm sorry, Invisible String and The Lakes. I love it. Well, Invisible String is a silly little song. It's I like, st- it's, it's the Stay, Stay, Stay of folklore. Yeah. And personally, uh, we're not getting into that. But in terms of folklore, those are my two skips, I think. But also skipping depends on the mood, so whatever. But no, um, not one piece of slander against Epiphany she is my child. Um, I, I, uh, my military family ass is like, it's like, oh my God, it's so good. All right. Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. <laughs> um, <laughs> 20 minutes into the episode. Um, this week we'll be discussing chapters 45 through 48 of The House of Hades. Halloween. Oh, sorry. The House <laughs> the of House Halloween. Of Halloween. <laughs> um, for this and one more episode, The House of Halloween, um, through the theme of corruption. Can we watch Spooky Buddies? We should watch Spooky Buddies. I love Spooky Buddies. Um, Ava? Fuck. Are you prepared? Like, no. To summarize these chapters. Like, no, but I'll do it anyway. I mean, you're going to do it no matter what. Yes. Yeah, and you're going to do it when I cue you in. And when I cue... Now! Okay, so basically what happens is, um, fuck, they're walking, and then they meet, um, this, like, person who, like, I don't remember her name, um, but she's, like, she's misery, essentially, that's her thing, and, um, she's, like, I control the death mist, um, and I can make you, like, shrouded in the death mist, um, but Bob can't come, bye, Bob, and, um, Percy's, like, I miss Bob, and then they're, like, and then, um, misery's, like, I'm tricking you, I'm tricking you, like, I tricked you, you're gonna die now, um, Achilles, yes, thank you. Um, or Oculus or something. I don't know. But um, then um, Percy and Annabeth start fighting her. And then 
Um, he controls it with like water powers, like poison, and then like almost kills her. You're done. Yeah, I, I think I killed that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thank you. Um, I think the only th- big thing you missed was the, at the end, Annabeth is like crying and is like, never do that again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, she was like, some things aren't worth controlling. Oh, that was. Do it again. Aklis. Aklis? Wait, fuck. Aklis. 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 Everyone's favorite segment. How do we pronounce the name of the villain of this week? It's funny because it sounds like sneeze. Like, ah, yeah. Aklis. What were our favorite moments from these chapters? These favorite really favorite weird. is a real uh, hard. Yeah, these were real weird. In a good, but just were weird. Like favorite is like st- a strong word. They were. They were. I did be as you are. I low key thought it was cool how Aquas was like oh well, psych. I tricked you um, because for some weird reason I wasn't expecting that. Maybe it was because I was like half conscious laying on the floor reading um, on a PDF on my phone. But like I was like, oh, a twist. Um, <laughs> a twist! <laughs> like, just like the most common and well-known <laughs> book trope ever. Twist! Yeah. Um, but for some reason I, my ass was not expecting it. There was also, um, I really liked the moment in which Rick used the words... LOL noob in all caps and italics. I can't say I liked that moment. I was definitely a wi- I acknowledged that. I moment. definitely gleaned something from it. And it was uh What a good way to say. It. I definitely gleaned something from it. Um I is heart is a weird thing to say like favorite part but like I do really like these chapters. It's it's so brief. Yeah. It's I'm a big fan of the trope that it that it's playing with is like corrupt like corrupted here. Like it's our theme this week is corruption. But like the fall of a hero is fascinating to me. Um favorite is a weird like because I don't like that it's happening to Percy, but it's yeah. really compelling. Yeah. It's real interesting yeah. storytelling. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we just need to take a break and then come back and talk about the theme. Yeah, let's do. Did we do songs? Oh, oh songs! You're so right. I completely forgot about songs. Psych. Psych. I was trying to make a last minute decision. Um, I, I like I was so prepared with my song too. Well, now we have to think about folklore because I have a song, but now I'm going to look at folklore. Um, mine is uh, it's it's parent something parentheses story of a girl, but it's um, I think it's absolutely. Oh. Sure. I know what you're talking about. The Absolutely, great. story of a girl by nine days. Yes, you all know this song. It's the this is, this is the, the story, story of, of a girl, girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Yeah, that's why I picked it. Well say. Um, well, that was fast. Uh, my choice is okay. "Bottom of the River" by Delta Ray. Because it's kind of spooky. Yeah, it gets dark. It's like. Uh, like, uh, hold my hand. Oh, baby, it's a long way down to the bottom of the river. It's like that descent into, yeah. like... 
These chapters prove again that Rick cannot write Percy and Annabeth POV for long before just, like, killing them. So the chapters just end up so short because, like, if anything got worse and more words were said, like, they'd have to just die because, like, nothing else could go wrong. Like, I would love to see the, um, like, the deluxe, deluxe, uh, edition of these chapters like the extended version um but it is definitely like adult like it's an Uh r-rated uh chapters because there's no way to like elaborate on what's happening here if it's not supremely dark yeah yeah. and like stephen king Mm -hmm. yeah like it's freaky like and the art that people have like drawn of this moment is like crazy i don't know if you've ever seen like people like oh my god like this scene that's horrifying it's like of like the poison filling her and choking her and like it's like ghastly oh oh make it go away oh also another point i i forgot was that nyx enters at the very end Ah, she's a sleigh. Yeah, that was a sleigh. Like, Dark Percy is scary. Actually, fucking terrifying. Um, What is your song? Did you say your song? No. um, I I was like, wait, did I blank or did you say your song? No, no, I didn't yet because I, so I've been listening to, and I thought I was going to use this for Percy and Annabeth, but it it just doesn't fit at all. Um, Everybody Wants It by Z Machine and Kalakai, but I'm not doing that anymore because... It's so catchy, and I've been listening to it all day, and I wanted an excuse to use it, but no longer is that appropriate. I do sometimes do that, where I'm like, I was like, this is the song that I like, or like an album I really like right now, can I like squeeze that in? Yeah. So instead, I'm doing um, Arsonist's Lullaby by Hosier, um, because it just makes so much sense. Don't you ever tame your demon, but always keep him on the leash? Yeah. Come on, that's full Dark Percy. It is. Um, also like the entire vibe of that song, like, first of all, I'm going to barrel down a highway to it. Second of all, um, and I have, uh, and second of all, um, it just, it so gives this like liminal energy. It's giving liminal. It is giving liminal. All right. Now we'll take a break and then to come back and talk about corruption. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, corruption. Just like out of the gate, how are we feeling? So corrupt. <laughs> oh, like no, no, I'm not feeling that way. I'm. Wait, fuck. <laughs> what I was trying to say is that these chapters filled to the brim with that shit. I'm just gonna stop. Re- yeah, like that. <laughs> I'm gonna say real intelligent there, Ava. <laughs> to Percy I want to talk about Annabeth really quickly yeah. and how this whole experience has corrupted her approach to things because oh, Gurley does not seem to be planning at all she walks in out the gate ready to fight in a situation like she 
will do like it. There is no. It's not even that there is no strategy. It's just like she, she has won now, and it's like agitate the and like humiliate her opponent into doing what she wants, and that's like it. Like there is no other way that she approaches situations or has approached situations in the past. Like. In the, mo- in the most recently memorable chapters. Yeah. Because Annabeth has always been a very diplomatic character. Yeah. She approaches every situation, how do we pretend, at least, to be friends with this person? To yeah. get what we want. It almost always ends up in a fight. It almost never works. Yeah. But that's always her initial impetus, is she always tries. And you're right, like, she's not trying anymore. She is at the end of her wit. It's that, like... How do you get put in a situation like this and not, like, have your morals and ideals corrupted? And, like, she used to really value, like, not jumping to, to, like, this person's evil. Like, and I think they Mm -hmm. both did. They they used to really value, like, we don't really know. It's the world of gods and monsters. Anyone could be anything. Mm -hmm. But now everyone is an enemy. Because that's what's been proven to them. Yeah. And, like, it's not the, like, most generous worldview, but how do you have literally any other worldview yeah. if this is your situation? And it's so, like, disheartening to see because I feel like that is a situation with, like, a lot of young adults in general where it's, like, this, like, really upsetting juxtaposition of, like, these are the best years of your life. Like contrasted with like you're realizing and I'll say it like albeit dramatically in a way that isn't necessarily and I'm not invalidating it but isn't necessarily true like everything is bad life is actually horrible and exhausting and everyone is an enemy like that is something that people of that age group slash our age group slash early 20s whatever like kind of I feel like go through a lot and it's like that that is very often disproven like later in life or so I've I've collected but but like it's like this horrifying juxtaposition of like discovery of so many things that like make life meaningful but at the same time like this realization that like man shit sucks yeah I mean I think that's why this this mm-hmm. book works so well as a metaphor for growing up in like this series because we're growing up with these these characters and while they have shitty situations this whole time obviously mm-hmm. they're proportional in a lot of ways to like when you're in fourth grade Percy just has to like fight this one monster and move on because that feel and as a fifth grader you're not fighting monsters but you can comprehend that like I have to get... I have to do this spelling test. Yeah. I have to... I have a bully that I have to... Like, it's very... A lot smaller in scale. And the personal issues beyond the, like, fantasy are very much... I have a bully. Yeah. Yeah. Like, things like that. I have a bully. I have a crush. And then that... Back to the point that you're making, Ava, about these chapters is that, like, we've gone way beyond that now and we're looking at a world in in which we had optimistic characters and even if their life sucked and now how do you not 
corrupt your values and ideals when the world keeps proving to you how bad it is. Um, and, like, mm. I, de- I definitely, like, really feel that. Like, I... Over the course of my growing up and since, like, leaving school and graduating high school and stuff like that, like, seeing more of the world, I definitely have a less optimistic view of the world than I used to. I've, I would say more realistic, but, like, ideally, we all have a very optimistic view of things and we all have values that we can stick by, but, like the reality of the world is you are going to have to compromise and sometimes that is compromising your values and maybe I'm going to, yeah, I like the word compromise better because sometimes you have to compromise your values. I think corrupting your values comes when you completely abandon them. Mm. Like when you don't return. And I don't think Percy and Annabeth have reached that point yet. They have a point to come back from. Mm. Percy literally tortures a woman. He does. In, like, a horrible way. But, like, this is also an ice... a more isolated incident. And so that, like... He's, he's not evil now. Oh, but he yeah. was he was pushed to a much darker place than he ever has been to. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, this was, like, definitely unexpected but pretty serious betrayal of like what they I literally when they were having this conversation with this like this being that we understand to be like a very ancient extremely powerful goddess and she's like alright I'll take you I'm like this was too fucking easy Um, and then like surprise surprise it was too easy and like I think to have gone through all of this and then have this like this woman turn around and be like, no, actually, you're right before death. Like, you have a couple seconds to figure this out. Like, that was definitely a very specific circumstance that would push Percy to this. So I do agree with you that, like, there's not... Like, it's not complete corrupt. Like, there's place... There's ways to come back. It was just, like, a very specific situation after a series of very specific situations. Yeah. It's in a lot of ways, like, really learning his capacity for harm. And that's a lesson we all, in some way, have to learn. And, like, it is hard in this circumstance because they literally... They'd be doing a lot of, like, literal harming. Like, they're fighting and they're doing all this stuff. But, like, torture is different. There is a reason why there are, like, people wrote down what war crimes are. Because, like, killing people isn't a war crime, which is crazy, like, in a, like, a whole, like, roundabout way. Like, war is bad. Um, But, like, there are a lot more crueler ways to go about doing things. Oh, this is so awful. But this this is what the book is about. It's, but putting someone that close to the point of death and, like, keeping them there and finding pleasure in it. Yeah. Which, it su- sucks to say, but Percy does. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he's finally, for the first time, giving back to the world everything that has been put 
on him. And it's very specifically in this book, there's a lot of pain and they're being tortured throughout this book. And he has to, the second he starts to let it go, it just all goes. Yeah. Yeah. Onto this specific woman. Yeah. But, yeah, I also think that her, her, um, I almost said niche. (laughs) I hate myself. But, like, her domain is what, like, pushes him further. Like, he, like, repeat, he, like, says lines like, like, how much misery can misery experience, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's also, like, a challenge to him that, like, she is, like, literally in control of, like, poison and, like, despair and stuff like that and, like, trying to see how far he's... Like, I feel like that made him feel like... It was a challenge to try and, like, for him to overcome in a sick way and also, like, maybe felt like, oh, she can't really comprehend and like she's always at the state of like wailing and upset you know so like who cares but it's like mm-hmm. ooh, but doesn't matter <laughs> i mean because in the law of it she's the embodiment of everything that has ever happened to them yeah if you well, live the life that they've lived which has been nigh miserable yeah almost the entire time they've had very few sincere moments of joy And that emotion that you're in conflict with is embodied right in front of you. In a lot of ways, how does anyone not give it back to them? Oh, yeah. Like, it's kind of telling that he does pull himself back. Mm Mm-hmm. True. That makes Annabeth's reaction even more interesting. Because it's like she, it seems like she just does not feel compelled to um, even begin that process of giving it back to her. Yeah. It, like, it is an interesting, like, Annabeth has a very pulled back response. Like, she turns inward Mm. in a lot of ways in this. Um, And it is, is completely the opposite of how if Percy throws everything outwards. Yeah. Um, but I think that's very emblematic of, I think it's very in character for both of them. Annabeth's always been very inwards, very much blaming herself. Yeah. Um, oh. And Percy's frustrations often land outwards. Yeah. Yeah, true. Like throughout these whole books, he's always like, no one's letting me do what I want <laughs> in like the first couple. Like he gets, oh, he's of little, course. Little, yeah. And then like, and he, he takes the... And it's, like, all about his friends and the things around him. And Annabeth has always been very um, center-self-focused. Mm-hmm. Not in a selfish way, just in a, like, she perceives the world from her to the world where Percy perceives the world through other people. Yeah. Yeah. I also... This is off-topic. It's just... The description of however name pronounced I already forgot. Like we were talking like Ankles. how how like <laughs> R rated this could get. Her description was still like horrifically gory. And I just like The fucking didn't bleeding from that. her cheeks. I like oh did not God, need yeah. that at all. Um I did not need that at all. It was so 
disturbing. And the description of, like, what Percy wanted to do also was, it was like, I want to make her choke on her own poison. I was like, oh my god! (laughs) I know. Yeah, it is, like, literally that, like, I want to make her choke on her own poison. And we're like, let's take it back to Rome. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Roman. Jesus Christ. Very Roman. So It's giving Roman theater. It's giving Seneca. It's so giving (laughs) Seneca. Bruh. Cinebra. Cinebra. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> um, sass moments? Yes. Sure. I took a screenshot of it because I was reading it on a PDF and oh my fucking God, this just leapt out at me. Um, oh no, the old hag wailed. That's it. It's so funny. That's it? Oh no, the old hag wailed. <laughs> yeah, yours are always a hitter to me. <laughs> Any sentence with hag is hilarious. Um, oh, that's the criteria. My, that makes sense. <laughs> well, it's not funny, but I, I do understand why you liked it then. Yeah. Mine is, it's kind of a long interaction, so I won't read it, but the, the whole, um, like, I'm betraying you. You're betraying us? I th- you, didn't you know I was going to betray yeah, you? Yeah, yeah we kind of knew I was going to betray you. I was like, that was really fun. Like, it was like, when, when it was like we should start fighting realism. now, shouldn't we? Yeah, it was a moment of, it was a moment of realism. It was very meta-textual, but in a very realistic wall. way. And yeah. I, like, I, thought, I thought it was really interesting. I really liked that. Yeah. Um, okay, this whole paragraph. I'm just going to read the whole thing because it, it all made me giggle. She lashed out at Annabeth, and Annabeth was better at moving than Percy. Maybe she wasn't feeling as smoky. Or maybe she just had more combat training. She'd been at Camp Half-Blood since she was seven. Probably she'd have classes Percy never got, like how to fight while partially made of smoke. <laughs> I don't know why that had me giggling. While partially made of how, smoke. How to fight while partially made of smoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Offerings. Uh... Annabeth, I like. Is there even another? Option? Yeah, I think she it's just, also like, it. witness that I hope shit. Bob is okay. Oh, true. You can get someone could give one for Bob if you would like. Yeah, we'll do two for Annabeth, one for Bob. Sounds good to me. Right. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um. Because sweet girl had to witness that, and that's so like there's something so like terrifying about like seeing the people you love do things that are so morally like down there um yeah it's so terrifying and like that girlie's gonna need therapy for that yeah i don't know how you like stop touch your partner like in like a no like how is she not gonna be scared of him yeah it's kind of is terrifying yeah Mm -hmm. i don't even know who to vote off because it's like uh, Percy didn't do bad. No. And neither did. Oh. Like, ankles. Ankles. <laughs> Let's say ankles for the rest of this. That's yeah. hilarious. We even looked it up, but I it's long gone from I my like, brain. I like ankles just for funny. Yeah. Um. Uh. Octavian. He's not in these chapters, but he's damn annoying. Sure. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> is it going to be an Octavian sweep? No. Like, literally, who else is there to vote Because, like, up? even Rick, like, it's real good. It's really good. It's real good. Yeah. Um, no, Rick cannot be attacked for this one. This was really I'm gonna, good. <laughs> my vote off is going to be for um, preteens. Because that is the audience for this book. Um, and because that is the audience, we don't get the R-rated version that I would like. Oh my god. But I don't want that version. Well, I'm also um, an Enneagram Type 7 uh, optimist. I think... Can I vote off the description of ankles? Yeah. You're right. Description of ankles. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's yeah. mine. Because it was truly, like, horrifying. Yeah. It gave Titus Andronicus so much. Like, oh, when, yeah. Like, when Lavinia enters with her hands and tongue cut out. And, oh. Yeah, it does give hands and tongue cut out. Yeah. All right. That's all for this week. <laughs> yeah, that's all we got. Bruh. But join us next week. <laughs> Where we, we hopefully will be won't discussing. ever be talking about something like that ever again. Chapters yeah. 49 through 52, proving of gift. Make sure to follow us on social media. We're to get And the ones that don't. And we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website. www.transgift.com Except for Tumblr. Tumblr doesn't really matter. We're not on it. Wow. I can barely post on the Instagram. We do like, keep up with a Tumblr. You know, if we had a Tumblr.